This our show, and we talk about everything, and we talk about everything. Royal Flex, the brand's own introspective insight, right now. Peace, love, and all that good stuff. I am King Davdo. And I am your favorite co-host, Noel Moore. And Shen is not here. He's missing again. Missing in action. All that good stuff. Yeah, I won't miss him. Well, right, not right. good stuff, but, you know, missing in action. But it's normal, right? That's sad. It can't be it's normal. normal. It can't be normal. It's normalized. I'm desensitized to his. He the fuck boy at a show. <laughs> he the fuck boy at a show. I'm just desensitized to <laughs> him not showing up mm-hmm. when we reschedule. Whatever. When we reschedule for you, bro. The word of the show is dissemble. To conceal one's true motives, thoughts, etc. By some pretense, speak, uh, pretense, and then speak or act hypocritically. Uh, hypocritically. And then the quote of the show is, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Absolutely. Dev, I like how you took the high road there, but I, I'm just not that mature yet. What? That threw me all the way off. Like, what? Took the high road. I just wrote wrote the quarter of the show and the word of the show based off of the topics because I put picked that before mm, mm. he um no called. Well, he ain't no called no show, but he did not really. He called in. He called in, but and he could have just no said yesterday no that show. it's over for this week. That's very true. You know, so he called. It's just mm-hmm. rescheduled and. Mm-hmm. He still ain't show up. He didn't, and I have melting furniture. And I know he up because I seen the three dots when I text him this morning. <laughs> oh, let me let me check Messenger. You know, um, Facebook all in the bed. Uh, yeah, you know, Last I, I, I seen it. I seen it. That's seen crazy. It. I know this is off topic like a motherfucker, so I ain't going to expound he on it. But All right, so um, one of the off topics is Manifest. So I watched this show called Manifest. And the show is basically um, this family. Well, it's this group this plane it took off from kingston jamaica mm-hmm. i think it's kingston jamaica and it flew to new york three hour flight whatever and um they went through like this turbulence and and all this stuff and they landed in new york five years later so they went through this like time warp or uh-huh. whatever the case so yeah, that's it's a dope show. I gotta watch the new episode. I love this week. anything sci-fi. Yeah. So, anyways, and it's real dope. Like they get like these, they got these super senses, and they got they hear these voices talking to them. But they, it's almost so it's like, like Lost, but mixed with some. Super well, I don't know what Lost is, but it's. You never watched, nah, you I never lost Lost. lost. Mm-hmm. I never lo- watched Lost. But anyways, um, yeah, they um, they basically hear things, and they're all connected. Everybody on the flight was connected, and somebody is trying to kill them because. They don't know what happened on the flight, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. But anyways, long story short, the reason why I got manifest on off topic, because when I flew to Atlanta, mm-hmm. it was a lot of turbulence. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to land five <laughs> years later. <laughs> hey, I yo, was you like, trying yo. to go after Trump era. Yeah, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Uh-uh, there's a lot of turbulence Shut going on. Because <laughs> they kept on going up. up, up, up. It was mad turbulence. Like, I ain't never, wait. we ain't even get no snacks. We ain't getting no snacks. I've been on a flight where that has happened. No snacks at all. Like, that's mm-hmm. how much turbulence it was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm here. That's when you really think about, like, damn, this shit could go down. Because I feel like, like yeah, I feel like 
Because with any TV shows, I just feel like it ain't no creative person just coming up with these mm-hmm. little concepts. Mm-hmm. I feel like this stuff happened at some point in time. So absolutely, you know, I just the Bermuda Triangle—that's yeah. what Lost Lost may or may not be about. But it's a plane and it crashes and they end up on this island. Mm-hmm. The island is just strange. Yeah, like I I I just feel like these things happen. You so. know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so don't even get me started on what's possible. Right, and hmm, hmm, it was just a little bit too much turbulence for me. My liking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um. So you, did you check your phone or something when you got off the plane? Oh yeah, you know I checked my phone and everything was back. <laughs> it was current. Trump <laughs> was still was the president. Current. Yeah, Trump still That's the president. That's all you gotta do is go to CNN and you see Trump. Well, you know, see on the show when they landed, they landed on like next to one of the hangars and the FBI was there and they was like, "What's going on?" So I knew when I you know got there and I got off at mm-hmm. the terminal mm-hmm. and not a hangar, we was good. We was good. Well, I'm glad you made it back. Yeah, you know, I'm glad. Terrible. We both made it back because you was gone too. How was your trip? Oh, yes. How oh, I forgot about that because I was, yeah. Um, It was great. Homecoming, North Carolina A&T, it's always good. This year it was even better. Um, A lot of hangovers. A lot of hangovers. Because when I left, that was my first day back vegetarian. So it was like, yes, oh my uh, god, I don't, I can eat cheese, y'all. <laughs> y'all just don't understand. Like the amount, I couldn't eat um, sour patch kids. Why? Why can't you eat sour patch kids? Because they have pig in them, I believe. That's disgusting. Well, um, Swedish fish do too. A lot of those gummy gummies have. Well, I don't. Um, pig and cow and shit, whatever. Um, and then I didn't think about with the whole vegan thing that it was going to be Halloween. What about Halloween besides candy, chocolate, milk? Oh, everything. Oh, okay. I ain't gonna lie to y'all though. I had a mini snicker. Like it happened. Like, come on. But went down there, wasn't a vegan anymore. And I had a really good time and I went out, paid for some parties. I didn't make it to because. Wasn't a vegan anymore. My, um, (laughs) (laughs) that was the best part. I feel like of the trip. That was the best oh, part. My goodness. The weather was a little shitty. But I mean it happens. What did you well, do in good. Atlanta? Um, I went to baby shower. Oh, oh yes, okay. It wasn't really it was a pleasure trip, but it was really wasn't a pleasure trip. It yeah. was more so like a family. getaway, yeah. chill with my family mm-hmm. and do that. But it wasn't really a baby shower, baby shower, like a, a traditional baby shower. That was like a millennial baby shower. What's a millennial baby? The wedding baby shower? Well, I don't even think it was a millennial baby shower. It just was a, we going out to eat to celebrate my baby. Oh. Yeah, so you it's, know. It's a, I don't got a money for a baby shower, baby That's shower. That's fact. That's whole fact. I feel it. I mean, I mean listen, it's, people get in debt over these, especially I, these I, new. You know what? I guess it is a millennial baby shower because we don't got no money. We <laughs> <laughs> well, we it's no two type types of, of millennials. The millennials that go to dinner for the baby shower and then the millennials who wear the wedding dresses. Who wears a wedding dress? You see these baby showers. I mean, I you guess You see these true. baby that's showers. True. Now, if you got it. So what would you wear for your baby shower? I'm dramatic. Come on now. You know. Well, but oh, see, you wearing a wedding dress? Not a wedding the dress. The big poofy no, wedding dress? No, no, no. You trying to be no. a princess? Not a wedding dress, but I'm going to be a bomb. And, it will, and I will have one. <laughs> <laughs> and I, will have, I can't be Rapunzel because Rapunzel wasn't I mean, born and sexy. Um, she wasn't born and sexy. What's the black princess name? 
Tiana. How you don't know the Black Princess? Cause I don't watch none of them. That's crazy. You know, Black Wall Street. You don't know the one Black Princess on Disney. That's yeah. wild. Cause I just felt like it was a, it was a. They got their money's worth. Bro. Listen, now, depending on my coin, that's gonna depend on the baby shower. You ain't gonna have no baby shower because you ordering people to get vasectomies for. Uh, what I'm not ordering. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Why you gotta bring that up? Cause Why you gotta bring the, that up. We going right into the next portion. Listen, y'all, if you, you broke. Don't spend thousands of dollars and get a nice ball gown and all that for your baby shower. Live within your means. So if you got to rent out Cobb's Hill for your baby shower, then that's what you got to do. I mean, that's and that's local. If you got to go out to eat for your baby shower, that's okay, that's too. That's what you got to do. Because you know? the money is for the baby. Yeah. At I mean, the end of the day. You just exchange your gifts. And what's the point of a baby shower? To get free stuff for your baby? To give, well, let's back it up. Okay. Let's back it up some centuries. Oh, all right, all right. When humans, you know, make a, a nice life, I guess you call it a life advance, like a marriage or having a baby, mm-hmm. traditionally your community will come in and support that. So that's why we see like Jews and Mus- Muslims um, and Italians, like when they get married, they give the couple a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So when you have a baby, oh, yeah. they're showering you with gifts, money or otherwise, is to help you in your journey as a family. We're supposed to be a community, people. That's, That's why we're here. We are a community species. That's so a fact. we are, you know, this is a, a you're bringing into another life into this world. It takes a village. So the, your village is supposed to come through and help you out. I want to get back to those times. Yeah. We'll I don't know nothing about them, but I feel like I feel like <laughs> I they'd be back great. To those times. I don't know <laughs> nothing about them. I feel it in my soul, though. That's all that matters. We got to get back to them times, though, because that's what we do. That's what we doing right now. We rebuilding yeah, those times. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, so. with these conversations and whatnot, and how vasectomies ain't okay. The, what? What? Get your tube side. <laughs> oh, oh, I gotta deal with this. <laughs> this is I have to deal with this sexist shit. So you ain't get your tube side? No. What if it's in the contract? No, it's not in my contract because my contract say vasectomy. Okay, so what if his contract say tube side? Then we not meant to be. Oh wow! Sometimes you gotta. Oh, that's, that's sexist. Sometimes you have to realize. That's sexist. Let, no, it's not. The we sexist ain't one <laughs> way. You trying to give me Listen, listen. I'm listening. When you're a young girl, you start your period. Absolutely. Way before it's even time to start making little humans, Whoa. you get your period test. Oh, okay. okay. We living right. in today. Okay. okay. All right. Way before it's time to make little humans, so you deal with that every month of your life. Absolutely. Horrid. Mm-hmm absolutely despicable yep and then once you make the choice you become then pregnant when at whatever point you're ready mm-hmm. and your body is taken over by a little alien mm-hmm. i don't know this is what i hear i hear bad things happen during this nine months time okay and then after that you deliver it out of a really small hole that's and then it's stretchy. It's a real small stretchy hole. Real small hole. <laughs> stretchy hole. <laughs> and, then, and then you, you raise that babies. thing that just destroyed you and you love it. Absolutely. And then when you don't want babies it's anymore. Not a thing. It's, a, it's a person. <clears throat> when you don't. That's up for debate. And then when you don't want to make any more humans, you have to either get on a chemical or you have to get your organs taken out <laughs> or get your organs tied. And I okay. just feel like for a woman, we already, it's a lot. That, it's a lot. Sexist. From from period to 
to menopause. All right, so now for us, I'm you know, not done. Oh, 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 okay, okay, my bad. Because I got to talk about, I have to defend my reason. Got I'm you. just talking about women as a whole. My reason for uh-huh. wanting my husband to be okay with getting a vasectomy is because I don't do the chemicals. So, and I don't want to have sex with my husband with condoms for the rest of my life. What chemicals? I don't do birth control. I did, I'm not going to do an artificial hormone, which is a chemical. I don't like, I don't want to do that. So I feel like after I'm done having my children and we're ready to like be done with the baby making, I need you to stop the process because to, I can't. But I'm, tubes tied. Is help, no, it's I'm not going, process. I'm not going under the knife and doing all that. Why? Because when I'm going to go to the hospital for that, I'm going to have my babies at home. What you mean? <laughs> you know, I hate the hospital. I don't want anything. You know how I feel about Henrietta Lacks. That's her name. Henrietta, uh, I think. Um, I don't want them taking no, no. That's the least you can do. I had a baby. I know, but still, like this is a so, team. So it's a woman's so you're telling me that family planning and preventative measures is a woman's job. Yes or no? Family planning is a woman's job? No. Family planning family planning is it's planning everybody. when you are going to and when you are going to stop having children. You're telling me that's a woman's job. It's a it's a team effort. Mm, it's a okay. Team job. So before we got pregnant, I was either a on birth control or we were using con- condoms, right? Uh huh. That's our shared. And then one one responsibility is mine. One responsibility is shared. But I also have a responsibility to my body to not poison it. Uh-huh. So I don't want to get on birth control. But after we're married, you want to then use condoms for it because I'm telling you, I'm not doing the chemical thing and I'm not going under the knife because I've already had your children. Mm-hmm. So when you can walk away and go home same night of your surgery and I have to be in the hospital and then, down, well, I don't know about, I don't know about two tie things, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. do I, do I solely as a woman have to take the, take on the responsibility of family planning in whatever fashion that comes, whether it's before, during, or after having children? I just feel like, <clears throat> you know, as a team, if we don't want to, if we don't want to have babies anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we both, if I'm going to get my tubes tied, I mean, my vasectomy, mm-hmm. you're going to get your tubes tied. No, everybody, you don't need to do two. Nah, <laughs> when women get their tubes tied, do men get a vasectomy? I mean, no. we, that, that could be in, in the no. contract. I'm speaking personal, you know, like one-to-one type thing. Because Why does it have to be that? Why not? Why it got to be, oh, you getting a vasectomy when I don't want to have kids no more? Because the only option for me is chemicals. And the only option for you, they don't give you pills. So if pills were an option for men, I'd say, oh, well, he can get on birth control. They do have pills. I think they do have pills. It's not out yet. It's just not. And um, it's not accessible. got a lot of side effects. So I read it at one point. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, better got a lot of side effects. Just like women's birth control has a lot of side effects. Ain't nobody stopped rolling that out. I mean, you don't got to. I mean, that's. But, you know, it's easy. It's a man's world. It's not. I don't know. It's a man's world. The point is. You know, just the just point is, women have to pull take out care. game. Need to be strong. No, fellas, fellas, if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna um marry Noel, your pull out game better be strong. No, just get a vasectomy. Or I'm ready. You better just st- stay stacked up on them condoms. Yeah, that works too. Listen, listen. Everybody should be able to get what they want out of life. I mean, for me, I I don't do I I can't do anything besides a condom. So like, if when you get a vasectomy, do you think that they shoot blanks? They do. Like, the same sensation happened is just nothing happened? My dad has a vasectomy. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, I know he's fine. I ain't saying they're going to lose their life or nothing, but... It's regular. Hmm. 
It's regular. It's just like when a woman is on birth control, her eggs are still there. The sperm is still there. There's just a chemical that's preventing the, them from meeting each other. So in this sense, in this situation, it's not a chemical, but the tube is not connected anymore. Mm, that's that's interesting. I don't know why men don't want to get a vasectomy. It's I, a man's I, world. I mean, I, I pull out game strong. That's all I got to say. So, um, because you don't want anyone going next to your balls with a knife, is that is that the thing? Cause no, not for me. I would love. M- okay. Not for me. I just don't know. It's like I I feel like it's just pre-programmed in my brain. Like mm-hmm. the is. vasectomy is is un- that's. Why does that even exist? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But not my uterus being taken out or my tubes being tied. Tube side too. I mean, I would never put in my contract, you need your tube side if I don't want no baby no more. It's just a matter of like, yo. Okay, let me not say it's it's like a definite thing, but it's very important because of the lifestyle I want to live. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, you know, not to be like, oh, this what you, but I need you to be able to understand what I'm saying. I don't want to have to be the one to do everything. My body shouldn't <laughs> always have to be the one. And I'm sorry, I can't get on birth control for you, sir. I mean. I can't. I'm sorry. It's very convenient for you and me. But that's just not something I can do. Well, you heard it here first. Fellas, play your cards right. <laughs> or get a vasectomy. Just, just <laughs> live your best life. Live your best lives. Mm-hmm. You know, the black community like Shannon, been using living that. living his best life right now. Yeah, somewhere. I seen you almost reply to my text. He said he was active three hours ago on Facebook. Oh, you was active three hours ago on Facebook? Facebook. Dang, we could have started recording at 12 o'clock. You know what we should have did? You got here. Got, went on live and then added him into our lives. And seen if he watched watched the episode. (laughs) Ah, man. Oh, oh my God. It's two and a half. You know, like two and a half men? Yeah, it's two and a half. Shannon not here. Kind of here, but he here. He's not here. At the same time. All right, so we're going to go, actually, let's talk about credit. Let's talk about credit. Oh, my God. What you got on credit? Because I feel like credit, well, it's capitalism, and I hate credit. Like, <laughs> hate. I just hate credit, but it ruins people's lives. It li- literally ruins people's lives. I ain't take it that far. You got deep. Yeah, credit ruins people's lives. Like, I don't even know. I know. I remember my credit score being up here. Now it's down here. That's wild. Probably like down here. And I was <laughs> young. Like down here. I was young when my credit score was high and peaking. Ain't that crazy? Like mad young. I had everything in the bag. Then I went to Atlanta and everything just dropped. Mm-hmm. Super dropped. But I'm humble because I got this. I got the network, Static Vibrations Network. Listen. And we about to be eating. At the end of the day, shit get hard. But you know. People just gonna have to watch you work and watch you eat. Fuck it. it is, it's the system. It is what it is. It is the system. It is the system. And at um, one point, everybody yeah. was in debt. I talked to my mom about it. And I said, you know, I'm just a black woman trying to win a white man's game. That's a fact. Because credit is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Super. Like, I, I don't understand. And I got to stop focusing so hard on it because I go a little crazy. Because it's it's very important. And it can open a lot of doors for you. But at the same time... When you know what you're doing and you know if your money right, if you're saving your money, if you're doing what you need to do, you will get there. I say, But it's very frustrating. I say get a credit card. I'm being pushed in a corner. I tried to stay away from credit cards as long as I possibly I could. I say get a credit card, but get one credit card and use it for, like, gas 
mm-hmm. and probably like a pair of shoes or like a pair of clothes, but no big, super big purchases. Like if you got $5,000 on the car, don't get a MacBook for $2,000 because you ain't going to pay it back. You know, it's more so like get make small purchases and pay, pay it off every time you get a, you know, get paid. Mm. And then your credit score going to just keep on creeping up, like creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. That's how my um my credit score got to a 780 at one point. Yo, that's because I was buying sh- all my shoes. I bought them and I paid them off next week. Bought mm-hmm. them and paid them off cuz I and when I first got You have it, to I was know you have to have the money to buy whatever it is that you're purchasing. Right. I was under the impression when I first got it that you had to pay off the oh, car I remember before you telling the end me that. of the month. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I would pay it off every week. Well, at least you knew. Every at least week. you had a listener. like. Even now, like I got a credit card that is paid off. Like I paid it off, so now I'm using that to try to like build my credit. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, like how I was before, so it counteracted, keep on dropping because the other ones is, you know, the other ones. So a lot of my my, I've been very proactive. I don't know what it is, but I turned 23, and it was like, hmm what do you want to look like at 30? I don't know why 23, but whatever. So I've been doing proactive things about credit, but just working with credit and doing different things, you notice like, so a loan, for instance, loans look good. And when you pay them, that's great. But when you're done, you are, it's almost like you get penalized for it. It's like, Oh, you paid it off. Mm. All right. We ain't get no interest from you for it. It was cool while it lasted, but now we're going to ding you a little bit. And it's like, what the fuck? I'm, I paid you on time every month. What's the problem? Really? Because it's a closed account and they like revolving credit. And revolving credit is credit cards or they want, um, I think she called it sustainable credit or something like that. And that's Mm -hmm. the cars and the houses and like the big investments, what we consider. And then loans are cool to show that you can make payments on time, but there's some there, they are something that closes. So loans show commitment and your ability to pay on time. Credit cards show your ability to manage money. I beg to differ. But th- but that's but what I'm saying. That's well, how yeah, they look yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. why, like, if I took out loans, paying them loans off is not is not going to boost my credit as much as if I had that same amount of money in credit and I was using it the way I needed to use it, which is buying things, paying it off, staying above my 50 or 30 percent. That's going to look better. Below. Because. Yeah, 30%. Yes, below. 30 or 50. I was the lady. She was like, just do 50. Um, 30%. So, you know, whatever percentage you, she, it is, who, you choose this. She? she black? No, she's white from the bank. Uh, oh, go th- nah, I, she's she's I, setting you up. It's I spend a lot of, spend 30% of your full line before your credit is dinged. But what she was saying was, since I'm so like, uh, for credit cards, she's saying, then only do. Oh, because you don't got the credit card. Right. So she's just saying like, because I'm so like, eh. I don't even want to fuck with it. She like, then you can, you know, you can manipulate it the way you want to. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, it's thirty percent if you got credit cards though. Stay under thirty percent. Yeah, of your not one credit card, all your all credit line. I seen all my thirty percent, like my whole little pie chart with all my credit cards in it and stuff. Who? Yeah, I was past thirty percent a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so just the rev- so now I have to stop being like an old brute and get a credit card because. Now it has peaked and it's pretty much like mm, this is where we're gonna be mm-hmm. until you make another financial decision. And I'm I don't say get want you a credit to. card. Look I'm at not. Discover. So Discover cards they have the lowest interest rate. I think when I got my Discover card it was fifteen percent, mm-hmm. super low. Like all the mm-hmm. other ones is like twenty one and twenty five um, percent. 
and they have rewards. Like, and it's actually like that's the first card where I actually see like the rewards actually, like you know how typically they say you got rewards, but you don't really have rewards. It's just you know they saying that try mm-hmm. to sell the card every now and then. The discover card you up. get rewards every purchase you make. So like you can use those those dollars to go towards like your monthly or your uh, minimum payment mm. per month. Um, or you can use it for the other little perks they got, but I typically use them for the monthly um, payment. And they it add up quick. Mm-hmm. So, like, with my PayPal card, I got too many cards, y'all. I but have PayPal. It's a good PayPal, credit card to have. Synchrony Bank sucks. Like, oh. once I pay off my all my Synchrony Bank cards, I'm never using them again. I'm going to keep them open, mm-hmm. but I'm never using them. Like, Synchrony Bank. I, I heard that name for some furniture. Synchrony I was Bank. looking at furniture. Can't stand Synchrony Bank. What did they do? That's they how I feel about annoying. Bank of America. Like, I don't feel like I will yo, ever do work. I'm, I will never. I'm about to leave Bank of America. I don't time. usually say never, but I will never do business with Bank Man, of America. Man, they hit me again. with the maintenance fee, $12. I'm like, I don't got $12 just be giving y'all. And I got a, but nothing. I got a student account. I'm still a student. And I can still I can show you how active I am right now in school. I feel like they tried to penalize me for paying off. I paid off a credit card with them, and I told them once I paid it, it was I'm done with y'all. Cause don't close it. Because it was y'all drama. So... Paid the the payment, so the balance would be zero, right? Mm-hmm. They took almost three hundred dollars out my account. Oh no! The payment mm-hmm. was thirty. Mm mm. Nope. Stayed up to one o'clock in the morning to talk to somebody on the phone. Had to wait for the for it to process for them to send my money back. Then they then sent me. Then they was fifty dollars short. Then I called. And it was like, oh, we never scheduled a place for this fifty dollars to go. How didn't you? You scheduled a place for the other money to go. How do you not? But that's the thing. How do you schedule a place or not schedule a place for money to go? So where is it going? To Neverland? I'm confused. They want me to not pay attention to it. And then they keep it. Yeah, I got me fucked up. And before that, I was just having issues with Make America. So just to sum this up, work on your credit, but don't, don't stress. Credit is a priority, but don't stress over your credit. That's a fact. Because as long as you're making the right decisions, eventually it's going to reflect. But sometimes in the beginning, that shit be like, damn, dog. It's going to go up and down. And if you want to make big purchases, save up that money first Mm -hmm. because no bank is going to turn down a down payment. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I got my Maxima, I put down $3,000 and it was $4,500. He ain't even – they accepted me in, like, 30 minutes Mm -hmm. on some – like, he got – he put down a majority of the payment – I didn't get hit with a big interest rate. The only mm-hmm. time they hit you with an interest rate rate, wait, <laughs> interest rate is when you don't put down anything. So they about to skyrocket to mm-hmm. make sure they get their money. They make more mm-hmm. money back than the actual um, auto loan. Did you trade your car in? But that's just one. No, no, that was straight. I sold my car, so oh. that was straight. Boom! I saved all this money putting this down payment because I already had a price point for what I wanted to buy my car mm-hmm. and that was a little bit over but I'm like all right I can do it my payments was only $65 a month mm-hmm. like I can I can do that so um that's just to say when you got when you building your credit or auto loans if you got bad credit history and th- we ain't no financial advisors but this we is just this just real life like Going what we shit. what we went through but no matter what your credit say, if you come with the cash up front, nobody's gonna turn you down because that's, a fact. that's that's like that's just that's like going to um I don't know going to a cat a stray cat <laughs> stray cat with food 
and and act and they gonna turn away from you when they hungry. Yeah, and get your money, get your car auto loans from the bank. Go to the bank and say bank and build a relationship. I never knew how important relationships with the bank was because when important. I was younger, I was broke, so it was like I, mm. I actually got. I go to the bank often and talk to the people. Get your loan from a bank. Yeah, take I it mean. to the dealership. Negotiate the price of that car. Be like, yo, I know it's twenty three thousand. But I got nineteen. Oh, you can, you can, you good? Because I can walk away and go across the street getting my nineteen thousand. Like I'm. Yeah, you can definitely um talk help. down in price. Hell, it's, when you got money in your hand. Just, people are so ignorant to in this ignorance, but people are so ignorant to the fact that you can talk down a lot of these different business deals when it comes to like buying a car or buying a house mm-hmm. or things of that nature. They don't know that they can actually negotiate pricing um to get them even on like let go app. They be selling these brand new stuff for like $20 and stuff. And you can typically get deals mm-hmm. if you know how to negotiate. Be like, all right, I got this and I want this and I want this. So let's see if we can do it this way. I was doing that in Cuba my whole time when I was trying to oh, get souvenirs. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, yeah. I got I definitely. Um, yeah, they was, and they they want. I got a knack for they hustle. Cubans? Yeah. Yo, that shit, but yeah, yeah. You have to negotiate everything and it's nothing wrong with that. And when I buy furniture, Cause people like on the Facebook app, they know people are buying this furniture to refurbish it, and then they know you are gonna make some money. I'm not, I'm not spending that amount. I got forty five dollars, and I can be on my way in five minutes. What you want to do? And you can low key lie, like, yo, I got somebody waiting for me right now. Mm-hmm. So it's either you gonna mm-hmm. take this money, or I'm gonna go, or I'm gonna go to them. And typically they be like, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I. Let's don't wait around. Keep that same energy. Like I really gotta go. Yeah, like don't, really, don't, yeah. don't be, don't try to bluff, and then they call you a bluff, and you <laughs> right. be like. I I I, you gotta hold true, hold firm, firm to it. I can't talk today. All right, so anyways, let's move forward. Let's talk about political ignorance. Oh my god! Because um, this past Tuesday was election day. Election? Did you vote? For the midterm, yeah, I did vote. Okay, I appreciate. That's that. another reason I why Shannon that. probably didn't show up. Cause he didn't vote. Yeah. Oh, he don't want us to get in his ass. I'm not gonna forget. Though. <laughs> I'm not gonna um, forget next week. And I just want to talk about political ignorance okay um in the sense that in the black community we tend to um either be educated or not educated about politics or think we educated or act like we educated right or think and act like we're educated about politics voting um black plight this that and the third boom Mm -hmm. boom boom and when it comes down to it when we get in, in front of when we get to election day nobody show up or we show up but we just um, we vote for people who show up in the community just because they show up in the community. We're not doing no research in their policies. Mm-hmm. We're not um, actively involved in like campaigns. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to look for no campaign. We're not trying example, to look. Example, all the old people that didn't vote for Bernie Sanders. We're not Right. We're not trying to look to see, you know, who benefits what we believe in, nothing like that. And that's the problem because we tend to um, make, basically repeat the cycle in voting. That's why we got the same people on the school board. That's why we got the same people in city council. That's why um, uh, people like Republicans can hold the House of, um, not the House, the Senate. And we get the same trend for the House of Representatives every midterm election. If it's a Republican in the House, then I mean, if it's a Republican um, in the president seat, mm-hmm. then it's a Democratic House once the midterm election come around. If it's a Democrat in the in, as the president, then the Republicans tend to take over the House mm-hmm. based off of 
approval rates and things of that nature. And instead of the Democratic Party looking into what has been done since right the last election, who may need to go, mm-hmm. who may need to be promoted, mm-hmm. and who we gonna bring in new. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the reasons why we do that is because we just want to um have our people, our party in power, and then we live we let it go. But our party and our people, because some. Sometimes black people vote because the other person is black. Right. And um, that's true. And the other thing is the midterm elections are the most important national election than the presidential election. Just Mm -hmm. like the local elections are important because that directly affects our local, you know, officials and elected officials and all that stuff. The midterm elections is the most important because those are the people who actually enact um, laws, create laws, um, veto or disagree with what the president, you know, wants to put in place, any executive orders or agree or agree with them. Right. So um, basically when I talk about representation, people who represent um, us in politics and putting them into power, Mm -hmm. midterm elections do that. Uh, The Democrats took over the House. But I ain't talking about, I'm not here to talk about the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. I'm here to talk about how we can represent what we believe and create our own party, the Black Panther Party. Something like that. Because we have everything. Oh, damn, everything. they're going to be out the door. <laughs> they're going to be waiting for us to walk out. What, what, we do, what y'all don't know, or some people don't know, most people don't know, is if we wanted to create the Red Table Party right now, we can do that. We can do that. As long, and we can enter a national... Um, we wouldn't be able to enter until, you know, the next national election, ne- the next ele- election day. Yeah. But we can cr- create any type of party we want and it will become n- nationally recognized if we get the right the um, right amount of votes, which I think is a million. It's not a thousand. You got to get a certain amount of votes in order to be recognized as an actual political party in the United States. So when we talk about representation, we typically only talk about Democrats, Republicans. Mm-hmm. But it's more than that. We got the Green Party. We have the Independents. We have that. We got them. We got this. We got that. Women's you know what I'm rights. saying? And um, when we talk about political ignorance, we are ignorant. Most of our people in the black community are ignorant just to everything that is political. Mm-hmm. And they tend to back people in the Democratic Party because that has seemed to be the party that stands behind us because you know, they support the working class and they want us to have health care and they want so us do to you, do this and do that. Do you think people are becoming more politically literate now? I think people are becoming more politically active. Literate is still to come. Mm-hmm. One thing that, um, you know, from watching the um, midterm elections and, like, the results, one thing that they said was the suburban areas, The, the one of Trump's downfall is he lost the suburban areas. But the reason why is so many, you know, like that the Senate kept their Republican um, control is because the rural area areas in America, mm-hmm. the They're rural huge. areas in America are all red. No rural area in America is blue. Why? Because all these people are uneducated mm-hmm. and they just stand by the ignorance of I'm going to take uh, I ordered the military to consider throwing rocks a weapon. Mm-hmm. a firearm mm-hmm. they agree with little stupid ignorant comments like that and 
they just vote because they know that they support mm-hmm. what he said. And and mass food production is taking them out of um it's taking food out of their mouth and the invention of everything fake is also taking food out of their mouth, but for whatever reason they equate that to a black man or a Spanish man or an Asian man or a Muslim man. I shouldn't say Muslim. Not Muslim. Arabic Middle Eastern man. Mm-hmm. Um taking their job. Right. Exactly. So But you don't have the education and it's actually your own people because I mean, if y'all wasn't mass producing cows and shit, somebody can't come in with a millionaire can come and buy a super farm and you out here with you and your five cousins mm-hmm. who all fuck each other and y'all trying to run y'all shit. Like it don't I who you mad at? Right. Don't be mad at me. Right. And that's that's like literally what um is literally what I'm talking about because we have so they when they said that I thought it was interesting because they said that Trump started to lose the suburban areas in America and they turned Democrat. That's why the House was getting so many Democrats in the House mm-hmm. of Representatives. Mm-hmm. But rural America is why the Republicans still control the mm-hmm. Senate, and it's just that goes down to ignorance. Like now, every do, do our do. Um, so I'm gonna have to be honest. Mm-hmm. When Trump became president, my TV and phone went off for politics. Period. Mm-hmm. Whether that was Democrat, Republican, women's rights, conservative, working family, didn't matter. I did no longer care to be involved or engaged in politics. Right. So, do Democratic um, candidates do they go to these rural areas? No. Okay, well. Typically, no. You want to know why? Because they know that they're not going to win those areas, no know? matter what they say. So it goes back to, like, the electoral colleges. They don't campaign everywhere. They, campa- they campaign where they know that if they, get, if they win this county, this area, they will win the electoral votes from, you know what I'm saying? Like, they go to where they can project, okay, if I get this area, this area, this area, these counties, then I know that I can get the electoral colleges this state okay well that's where they're falling short right and but because but, how these people are never going to be educated on something if if the one person that they see so if, if a campaign is going on and it's two people running hillary and trump and the only person that these people see either whether it's once or multiple times and the only signs these people see the only literature that's out is on this particular candidate how do you expect them to be educated on anything they're not going to go out and find, people ain't people are lazy so nobody's going out and finding these things. And as much as we want to talk about the Internet, older people vote more than we do. Mm-hmm. So older, uh, a 75-year-old white male in Minnesota mm-hmm. is not know, does not know what's going on on black Twitter. Oh, no. They're not plugged in like we are. You know what I'm saying? So how do you expect those people to realize that there are things going on in this country that will blow your mind and it's because you chose to vote for somebody who who's putting these things into place. So if the Democrats aren't going there, which I don't believe in either one of these things, mm-hmm. Democrat or Republican, because they are different. Um, everybody inflicts their own their whatever harm that they feel is hu- humane. So they both got blood on their hands, and they both is lying. Uh-huh. Um, 
So at what point do you then hold your party accountable if that's who you rocking with? So if you rocking with the Democrats, why isn't why isn't the Democrat going to these red spaces or are they? I don't know. Like I said, I don't I don't watch or pay attention. Unfortunately, I know that's horrible to say, but it's true. Once he became president, I was done. Oh well, yeah. So, and that's that kind of goes into um, that goes into just like the kind of the typical um ideology when it comes to politics. Anyway, once something don't go our way, we tend to just disconnect, disassociate ourselves with it mm-hmm. instead of staying involved. Or at least, I mean, we don't have to believe or agree with anything. But I like to listen to like political, you know, ideologies and debates, just because you get to understand or you get to kind of be in the mind of somebody that don't even think halfway like us. So then it kind of gives you context to, okay, well, I understand where they're coming from from this, or I don't understand at all, but I see and I can hear their thoughts. Mm -hmm. So then when I come to my side, it's like, okay, well, these people over here think this, but we we know that's not true because of this, that, and the third. And it keeps us involved. So then when the next time, when the next roll around, we know to say, okay, well, you know, throughout the the year or throughout the last two years, they don't believe in this. This is what they've said. So I'm gonna make an informed decision. Well, if I know that I don't believe in X, Y, and Z from this person. This person is new. He's coming in. Blah blah blah. He's saying good things. Let's put him and move him out. That's kind of like how politics is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. But we don't get that because we just see somebody that's been you know known, which is another problem in our community. If we know them, they're okay. Mm-hmm. If we see them in the community, they're okay. Like Joe Robot. The man don't report um support women's rights. Mm-hmm. He's just like Trump in this in the sense of they should um abortion should not happen or should have should not happen. Blah blah blah. Women don't have rights. Like he's all he voted for Trump policies when it comes mm-hmm. to women's rights and things of that nature. But women are voting for him. Black women are voting for him. My mom voted for him. <laughs> I forgot. Fuck that. it, it's already out there. <laughs> <It's already out laughs> um, but the the I did not vote for jo- Joe Robot. It's more so, and then I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. why why did you vote for him?" And she was mm-hmm. like, "Well, he be in the community, so mm-hmm. you know, I just figured mm-hmm. he, you know, he be in the community, mm-hmm. you know, he be talking to the people, and I also ver- okay. voting for who your parents or friends or family members are voting for. That's also not a thing to do, right? And it's and it, and again, that's that goes into the ignorance of it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't follow politics on a day to day basis, mm-hmm. which typically nobody does unless unless you live yeah. and work in that space. But when it comes down to, you can't just say, okay, so the reason why I didn't post, I voted today. Y'all should go out and vote. Blah blah blah. Because you are doing more of a disservice if you if you're voting ignorantly than voting informed. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us, a lot of us in the community, we vote ignorantly. We just vote. Straight across the ballot, this person, this person, this person, this person, because it's Democrat. Mm-hmm. When I was voting, I was looking, okay, well, who's the independent? Who's the Green Party? Who's this person? Who's this person? But the, the problem was the Democrat was in all those other spots. Mm-hmm. So all you can not do all is the time. vote. Not all, not the all time. of them, but not, a majority yeah. of them, the Democrat tr- trickled down in all of the, the other spots. The crazy the thing. thing for this election, like I said, I turned everything off after Trump. Mm-hmm. That wasn't more so because the pol- politics didn't go that my way. That was more so because mental health is a real thing and you got to keep that shit together. And for him to have gotten elected and he's so disgusting. And then once I found out what Hillary did with um, Bernie Sanders as far as um, they basically structured her to win the primary in order to run for tort 
to run against Trump. Um, I was just disgusted with America as a whole. So I needed to separate myself from any of that before I turned into one of these white men that go and shoot up clubs. Like mm. some you got I mean, what the fuck that's is y'all doing? Fucking white men. Um <laughs> so in order for me to not have so much anger and in pain and violence, I had to detach from politics. And then when I got back into politics, it was this and I had to catch up real bad and real fast. And this was the first this was my third time voting. Because the first was Obama. I didn't uh, run in that mid-election because I knew nothing about it. Because mm-hmm. Obama, I believe, I had just turned 18. And then I voted um, for Bernie. And then, unfortunately, and I this is a regret of mine, gave my vote to Hillary because I felt that was my only option. Still not educated on midterm, alert, uh, mid-term elections. Mm-hmm. At this point, I was like, what the fuck? I have to get like learn about this. Midterm election, what are these people doing? What are they going to do? This was the first time I didn't vote across the board. I voted a lot. And it's, I don't know if it's what's been going on in the media, but I voted a lot of women's rights. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those women got elected. And I'm very, very happy that I was a part of that. Yes. Because, and that was so crazy. And, and that wasn't necessarily, I had people in mind that I liked. It wasn't necessarily my plan. But as I looked at the option options, I'm like, uh-uh, let me go. Let me go down here and do what's what's gonna serve me. What's for me? Mm-hmm. Right, and that's. I just feel like, and I think I feel like in in a sense that's um, educated voting, like that's informed voting. Even though you didn't read on the um, you know policies or whatever that these people represent, you took the time to actually go down the ballot and mm-hmm. see. Okay, well, this say women's rights, and they're on there. Yeah, I only got yeah, I only got to see the end. I didn't watch the entire run for all candidates. I caught literally like the last two weeks. Yeah, well, I got to actually. Um, it's funny because uh, Stacey Abrams demanded a recount, and I seen a um, which I'm gonna say here first. A recount as well. I will say here first. Stacey Abrams has a very, 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 very presidential like vibe and aura from her Mm -hmm. so i won't be surprised in 2020 or Mm -hmm. 2024 that she go on and run for president i'm just saying that here first because i watched when i watched her little address Mm -hmm. where she didn't concede and stuff she has a presidential vibe Mm -hmm. like how she spoke Mm -hmm. how she articulated herself her mannerisms she was talking to the people Mm -hmm. for the people she was she had that real um obama feel like mm-hmm. how we are to change and all that stuff like she had that vibe i won't be surprised at all and i just want to shout out to the night team oh my god yes honorable mention right here because i was supposed to do it in the beginning of the show but i forgot to write it up there mm-hmm. to the 19 black women that ran for judge in texas and won and got their mother job. 19 that's fire like that right there is unbelievable mm-hmm. it happened in Georgia, I mean in Georgia, in Texas, which is a red state. So, uh, shout out to them, Houston. You got nineteen African American female judges that won, and queens on the throne, queens about to on change the, the world. Like we need to see that more, and that only comes from informed voting. Because they had to be voted and into their seats. Another reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I want to play a clip from Hillary Clinton. Oh. Who everybody yeah. you know thinks that you know she's 
just the best and stuff, the Clinton. So I want to play that. Oh, clip. the Hillary, the one with the hot sauce in there. Uh, yeah, the one oh. with the hot sauce in her. I know Hillary purse, with the hot sauce in her purse. In her purse. So mm-hmm. I'm about to play it right now. Afraid Booker's, and you can comment on him, and you feel free. Oh, to I, I adore. Yeah, him. What do you think about him saying "kick them in the shins"? Essentially, start to get to that kind of political. Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Oh, Eric Holder. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. You know, Hillary. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Eric that got right nervous. There, yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did get nervous. <laughs> I just feel like just those little clips mm-hmm. kind of play into. Um, Charlemagne said it on the donkey of the day, um, right after you walked out when I was listening to it. You got those white people that just get comfortable, mm-hmm. like get real comfortable I heard his, his spiel. in that, um, you know, in being, you know, associated with white people. What you doing? That that don't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, just being associated if, when they've been associated with black people for so long, they just has she been associated? I can't hear myself. Has she been associated with black people? She has like oh. black friends. Yeah, outside of black policy, you hear yourself. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. She has. I mean, I don't. No, know. I'm not saying she's you know a racist or anything no, like no. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah. a matter of when they can make these type of comments, and she's the one who said they're super predators. Like when they're comfortable making these comments, and you still back them. That's it's a form of ignorance behind that. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. she didn't even call us predators. She called us super predators. <laughs> so <laughs> predator versus here. alien. We're more predator than the predator in that movie. That's mm-hmm. that's like how she's referring to us, but at the same in the same breath we can say, Well, Hillary is for or the Clintons are for black people when Bill Clinton signed we know the he crime ain't. bill we know he ain't. in ninety four. He ain't we and niggas ain't know that until this recent election. And y'all can thank the Republicans for that because they gave it to you. Yeah, that's you a ain't fact. even have to look for it. That's a fact. Um, that's a fact. Now, I'm not a fan of Hillary, but in this moment, I didn't necessarily feel as though she was trying to um, pander to black people or that she was trying to actually say these things as being valid. That's my assumption. I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like she was kind of trying to check the other woman because for, okay, we're on a podcast. If we were to have someone come on here, someone we felt was prominent, yeah. right obama and we talk about him having a um like talk about one of his debates with mccain right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we would work as hard as possible to make sure that we have every fact straight so when such and such said this to you and this was your response why was that response when this when this um in this particular political debate when you were talking to this person you know what i'm saying and let's say we got a ted cruz and um john mccain mixed up mm-hmm. right mm-hmm we would try as hard as possible to not do do these types of, types of things. This is a very professional, very professional interview that we have. Right? right. And you make, so I those, think for her, you make those um, mistakes though. Sometimes you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes you do. Absolutely. But I think before Hillary, it was more so like, Oh, like you, you got them mixed up because they black. Cause you said it with confidence that this other dude said it. Like you not said his name once, but you said it twice. So you were confident in that. Oh, this is, this is the one, this is the black man who said this particular line. So she goes, Oh no, that was actually such and such. I know they all look alike. I don't think she meant it like, oh, I know, girl, yes, because all niggas, mm-hmm, them niggas, them well, niggas, well, they look alike. I think she meant it as in like, come on, like get, make sure you know what you're talking about because you getting the mix up because you feel like, you know what I'm saying, like checking her in a I w- way. I would say it's more so to say. I mean, I, I would say this: the more appropriate response will be, well, and just just so you know, I I believe it was um, Eric Holder. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Cory Booker, like mm-hmm. I, I believe it was Cory Booker, but 
Yeah, I blah, maybe blah, this blah, is her blah, personality blah, 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 blah. though. Again, you're too comfortable. Like to say that. I don't think I'm, if my white friend said that, I would be offended. If I walked in a room and somebody was like, "Hey, Syria," and I was with my white friend and we met, me and Syria met her, and then she'd be like, "No, it's actually China." I know you think they all look alike. Like that to me would be funny. Like my friend, my white friend is now checking their white friend to be like, "Bitch, pay attention." Like this ain't who you met. How you don't but know? We don't all look alike. Though. We don't, and that's the point. I feel that's the point she was making because we all know that. We all know that they get us. You can work with white people and then yeah. get you mixed up with another black person. And this is not just this is a commentator I see on TV and I'm just about to, you know, write something up and do an interview. These are people that you see every single fucking day and they'll get you mixed up. Mm-hmm. So if I was with another white coworker and a, and a white coworker came up and said, I don't know. Hey, Miss Johnson, I swear my coworker be like, it's not Miss Johnson, it's Miss Moore. Oh, what you think they all look alike? Like I would be like. My nigga. Uh, see, My you nigga. Changed, see, you changing the words, though. If Hillary said, you th- what, you think they all look alike? That would have been different. But she said, I Come on, y'all can't get hung up alike. on these. But I don't think that's what. <laughs> and that's what she, like, yeah, I know she they all. It, in it, order to check. It's more so she's leaving it up for debate. For like, interpretation. She's, she's leaving. She's putting herself she out there. She good at what she do. Um, she good at. I mean, she sauce, got motherfuckers to, to, yeah, to vote sauce. for her and her husband after they put everybody in prison. The hot sauce. Yeah, that was in that was the um in the purse is the reason why she didn't get elected. I'm just saying. <laughs> Cuz she doing too much. She be doing too much. But um just just to say, just to kind of wrap on the political ignorance. Uh we as black people tend to vote ignorantly all the time. Mm. Wow, white people. I think a lot of people do. So so this well, is all the white women the so, 56% so hold on, hold on. that voted for so, the So so we have so we have black people who vote who's in educated areas, so populate educated areas of the country vote ignorantly vote for Trump. towards Democrats. Then you have white people who populate the majority of the state who vote ignorant, ignorantly for Republican. Then you have the minority in the middle of these highly populated areas that vote informed for whoever you know they feel that fit their mode of their life so suburban suburban areas can go either way depending on where they are and what they do and all that stuff and then you have the black people typically goes democrat but you do have republican black people as well that's not unheard of Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we got to get to a place in our community where we're always voting informed no matter Mm -hmm. what like we have to involve ourselves and embark ourselves into the political process if we want to see and influence the change that we want now at ha- least at at um you know at a political level i have a question for you uh-huh because i found myself triggered on election day uh-huh do you feel a way about people that you know that may not have voted and don't see an importance in voting no okay because I, I like i said before i'd rather you vote informed or don't vote at all okay because whether you vote informed or you vote ignorantly, you're not really making mm-hmm. no real different impact. Just like you're saying. Just like how I said, that, well, the people that voted for Joe Robot that got him back into the Senate, the man supports Trump. Mm-hmm. So you can't say you don't support Trump, but you support Joe Robot mm-hmm. when you know that he support Trump. Mm-hmm. Ignorantly, you don't know that he support Trump mm-hmm. because you're not doing your due diligence and making sure that mm-hmm. these people that you're putting in office 
support what you support. Okay. So it's more so I'm, that's why I said I didn't post. I didn't care to post. Well, I voted today or this that, and the third because I would rather influence informed votes as opposed to influence ignorant votes. Mm, I po- I voted. I don't know if people vote ignorantly or not, but I was a little upset at the, at people I feel that like I that did not vote. But then when you put it that way, I'm. I feel you like know what I'm it's saying? more that's, so that makes more sense. I feel like it's it's becoming trendy. So like how African culture became trendy at certain points. And how wearing your natural hair became trendy at some. I point. think black voting became trendy for the black community. Well, let me not say that because we used to vote. Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah, we used to vote. Yeah, voting used to be like second to breathing, bitch. Like segregation and all that. Like we were voting. So at whatever point we stopped doing that, and then I think when Obama came back out, it kind of the black vote it increased. Reignited. Mm-hmm. And then when Trump and I told my mom when Trump became president, I said, you know, I think this might be a good thing for the black community. And I think him coming in has also increased the black vote because he wilding. Well, yeah. Well, I, I feel like Trump or not Trump. Obama ignited the millennial votes, the millennial activity millennial in voting. Um, yeah, just millennial in general. Anybody young, they he kind of pushed that that, um, you know, that agenda. The problem is um, white people was always engaged in voting. Like when I was watching this thing. That's why I said black and millennial votes um, because white people teach their kids to vote. Yeah. um, Not even teach them. They just involve them in the process. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that's teaching. Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, the new speaker of the house. Mm -hmm. She, it was funny because I'm watching it and I'm just thinking like, that's why these people, like white people, like overwhelm and overpopulate Congress and politics because they be having their nieces and nephews mm-hmm. and stuff up there right with them and they mm-hmm. like that and they like I saw her they just like grandbabies that. up there and right. he, he was like I'm ready to the one in and the he front was, was like I'm ready to go to bed though. Yeah like he smiling might. and stuff but they're in that environment mm-hmm. like and you know with any kid they're they, they influence they that. push voting from a young age so PT PTO meetings. You know what I'm saying? Voting right. for things at school. Like we just had a vote at the school and it it became a big deal because people actually turned out and some people lost their positions and it was like a big deal. People are taking voting more seriously. So those things are more pushed in suburban and rural you know schools. What? So it's a part of their culture. Voting is a part of their culture. Right. It is a part of their culture. And um, it's funny because me and Lancey was just talking about um, starting a like, um, uh, student government at my school, even though it's an elementary school. But, you know, starting student government, having a treasurer, having a, um, uh, president, vice president, and mm. secretary, or whatever the other one was for student government, just to kind of push that, like you know, because I, like even uh, I'm putting together a Black History celebration in my school because we don't have one. Like just mm. influencing mm. these things in these in the schools because we don't do it. Absolutely. So it's more so just with political ignorance and rapping on that. It's more so just getting involved being able to sit down and read an article about, you know, mm-hmm. the people that's trying to be elected mm-hmm. because we just missed out on two. Um, well, one of them might win, but they won't know until Tuesday. Gilliam. But city, I think well, he, not them. I'm talking about locally, the city court judges. Oh. It was two women, mm-hmm. um, Zulika Shepard and then mm-hmm. Fat- Fatima, I, I um, Fatima Reed. Um, she, they both are products of the city. Mm-hmm. Zulika graduated from Wilson and um fatima she is like she came from foster care so she came from the environment and she graduated from the city i don't remember what what school but she came from the environment that she can directly use her experiences mm-hmm. to help 
judge and rule on these cases. Mm-hmm. Yet, people kept the Republicans and and um, I not even say the the Republican Democrat, but they keep kept other people in there when if we had informed voting, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If we had informed voting, the the um, you know, the smart vote would have been all right. Let's bring somebody in from our community mm-hmm. that's gonna serve our kids that came that's their products of our city schools. You know what I'm saying? But the vote. And you don't have to do months and months of research. No. Like you can listen to a debate and find out a Republican, not a Republican, but a politician says something. You look their name up, look up what they talking about. Oh, have they actually done this? And then Uh just read on this. I don't know if if child care is your 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 thing. See what they're doing for child care. If um, saving Planned Parenthood is your thing. See what they're doing. You don't have to know what they do in every single sector, but whatever is going to affect you the most. You should have knowledge on what they do. And I think, I don't know, I'm just really excited about all the women in Congress. And it's real exciting to see your vote count. Right. Uh, like anything, like when you work out and you losing the weight or you getting toned, it's like good to. So when you put these people names, you circle them on the ballot and you see it show and then it starts to work for you. Right. And I just, um, it just come down to also uh, on top of us doing our research, it comes down to the people that's actually running the campaigns to make themselves known. Hold them accountable. Like, just make themselves known. So before election day, even if you catch some ignorant voters, they seen your face and mm-hmm. they talk to you mm-hmm. to know. Like, I would have never knew about Zulika Shepherd if I didn't go to that radio um, promo on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, I was sitting right next to her. And I was like, oh, you running for family court? Like, I was just talking mm-hmm. to her like a normal person. But that's the first time I heard of her because mm-hmm. I don't listen to radio. So you got to find yeah. Yeah. creative ways to get your campaign out there to people that don't just listen to the radio or people that who who don't read the newspaper or people who are not as engaged in the, all the media outlets. Like you got to go put ads on Facebook. You got to put ads on, you know what I'm saying? Like just become creative in how you market. Yeah. It's a new, it's a new way of life out here. With it this is. Internet. And we can't be um, closed off to old practices. So y'all don't be political, ignorant people, Poli- politically ignorant, politically <laughs> ignorant people. <laughs> and I was trying to say, don't be ignorant voters. Um, as we progress into the 2020 elections in two years and get oh to get God. Trump up out of here because he's been gone. He been him here and his mans. Long. Yeah, him, him and, and his mans. Don't. Like, Democrats. I mean, I'm talking about all his mans. Yeah, like, get him Democrats. out and then that midterm election, everybody must go. Democrats, don't um impeach him because Pence is worse. And that's what, and when people say impeach, I'm like, no, he don't know what he's doing. Let him. Yeah, let him, Pence is worse. Like, let him. I'd rather him do things that's going to get overruled by Congress anyway. Just let him, you know, ride out. And also have some knowledge about po- politics that's going on outside of the U.S. because it, it affects us. Cause that's a fact. Brazil got, they, they have now elected into, like, a Trump Brazil. That's all you might as well. He is the, the Trump of Brazil. He's wild. Trump Brazil. I mean, yeah. Um, so just I don't know, get educated on what's going on around the world Please. and your world, your small world, your big world, our giant world. Yes. Okay. So moving on, right before we end, because uh, we a little bit over the, the hour, which is cool. Yellow Beezy. Yellow Beezy. That's one of the, the rapper that just got shot. Yeah, I know. In Texas, I, I saw that, and I'm like, I don't know Yellow. So um, I forget what song he sing. You know it. You know it. But anyways, Yellow Beezy, he was jumping from strip club to strip club. Mm-hmm. And he just bought him a new house in Texas, but he forgot, like, the exit that he had to get off on, blah, blah, blah. So 
you know. Oh, he, you should have you should have been home multiple times before you went out. Yeah, so he driving down the highway in his um G wagon, and a car drove up, pulled up to on the side of him, and started to open fire. Uh, he jumped into the passenger seat. I don't know how, but he jumped into the passenger seat. He was still, you know, driving the car, but he was in the passenger seat, and he got shot three times. So he got hit three times, and at some point he jumped out of his car and fled on foot. Uh-huh. When he, as he was fleeing on foot. In this order, he called his girlfriend, did not answer. Then he called his mom, which I think she didn't answer either. And then he called 911. Mm-hmm. And me, I just feel like that's backwards. I'm going to call 911 first. Maybe. And then I'm going to call my girlfriend or mom, whatever, to keep me calm, whatever the case. Because they said, so Um, we were talking about this on the Plug Radio. Shout out to the Plug Radio. Um, we were talking about this on the Plug Radio on Wednesday, and basically they was like, um, he said he called his gr- girlfriend or his mom to keep him calm because his dad died from the same way. Like, he got shot, and he was bleeding out because he was panicking. Now, I know. I, I came to this realization a Oh, long I was time thinking ago. about some thug when shit. When you panic, you tend to kill yourself. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're drowning, mm-hmm. if you panic, you kill yourself. Mm-hmm. You end up drowning. But if you don't panic, you allow yourself to breathe normal and you might actually teach yourself how to swim because we're people who adapt. So if we don't panic, we actually teach ourselves how to survive. Mm-hmm. We That's what we do. We survive. That's what animals do. We're a form of animal. We- so, um, but I just feel like that's backwards. Like, I understand <clears throat> that 911 don't come, you know, to us. Well, in his neighborhood, it should have been coming. But he's on the highway. So, I, and I, that too, since he's on the highway in Texas, it's no telling where the, ne- the the closest state trooper is. But the point is, call 911 and then call your girlfriend or whatever. Because calling your girlfriend, in the same sense that you could say, I call my girlfriend or my mom to keep me calm because I, I know that this is how my dad th- I know this is how my dad died. You call, The time that you're using to call your girlfriend or your mom is, is blood that you're losing because you're trying to stay calm instead of calling 911 and they tell you to do the... um. I forget what they call it, call it, but like tie something around your um the your tonic. arm, the tourniquet, yeah, the tourniquet or something like that, or put pressure on it. Like they're mm-hmm. gonna give you steps mm-hmm. to keep yourself alive. See, when you sent this and I read it, I automatically assumed he had like drugs or a gun or something, and he couldn't have the police involved at and at the moment. <laughs> like that's what that <laughs> that's what came to my mind. That's the only reason <laughs> I can't like damn, I can't call nine one. I'm shot up. I got some work uh, in the back. Like somebody <laughs> gotta come get this work. And then I'm gonna call him, and then I'm gonna be good. Nah, it was he said that he called because Do he you was trying to keep that? himself calm. He had something on him. I mean, had he probably no, he probably has some weed on him. Had but, to be, but I think Texas is it legal in Texas? Hell no, can't oh, okay, be. Okay, it's well, Texas. Well, no. point, yeah, and it's red. So yeah, I guess it's not legal. But yeah, he probably has some weed on him. But come on, it's either it's life, your life, or or your life. Either way, depending on how much work is in the back of that G wagon. So you gonna die before you go to go to jail? No, but I'm just saying that's the only thing that could make sense to me where somebody can be shot enough well, where he's not actually, blacked out and then say, "Yo, I need somebody to come pick up the car so I can call the police so I can go." Like we know people, we know people who get not that we know, but we live in a city where there's crime. People get shot up all the time, and you hear they was driven to the hospital. Or he they was that's so, dropped in like but that's so they don't, don't nobody die, got though. time. That's 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 because they you know sometimes sometimes and then other times 
it's the other thing. So then they want to know, like, where you was at, what you was doing, how you get shot. Like, people don't just get shot unless, you know, it's a white man around. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't think he had it because I, I know I read the article and they didn't say anything about well, if he, having. if his freedom wasn't at risk, I don't see why you would call in that order. Listen, I'm, I'm calling. I don't know, though. My first reaction is to call my mom. I'm not even gonna hold but you. why? Like, I don't like, know. Like, tell me why, because I feel like if I get shot, I'm calling nine one one. If I get to a phone, <laughs> I, I want to. I live. think I will call nine one one, but at the same time, like my natural instinct is to call my mom because she got my back. Like, bye. but then I am also a person who does not panic. Although I would like to in certain situations, I have not died off of not panicking because you know, on multiple occasions. So I think eventually I'll be able to like get myself together enough to be like, oh shit, I should call nine one one and not my mom. But my initial response is like, oh, oh no, nah, he ain't had none my on my mom right now. He ain't had none on him. I, okay, so I got it. He actually did the Breakfast Club interview on this. I didn't know. I should have. I should have listened to it before. So it said it started off as a regular evening for the Dallas rapper as he spent some cash at the strip club. When he left, he checked on. He checked to make sure nobody was telling him. As oh, this noted, is that's on me, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love as his he noted, voice. Um, he always does. He finally noticed that he was being followed, and he went through some red lights and made made his way in, onto the highway. BZ nearly lost his life after the car pulled up on him, shooting several shots, striking him four times. When he, he was hit, he swerved the car and started reaching for his own registered weapon. Mm. So he got a registered weapon. He okay. had no heat on him. He got a registered weapon. Mm-hmm. Oh, he said he could not find it. How you cannot find your registered weapon? He ended up grabbing his hold, holding his phone to inform somebody what was happening, and ran for his safety. At this point, the attackers already fled the scene. See, I just feel like, okay, that's different. You're right. All I'm that's a that's listen, different context than what was said before. So if if he was trying to cause somebody to let somebody know what was going on, so they know like if I'm not if you don't hear from me like this is what happened, then that's different. But I just feel like the way that it was told on Wednesday, it was almost like. He got shot. He was fleeing, fleeing, you know, running, and he called his gr- girlfriend or his mm. mom before he called nine one one. Yeah, I know you know your theory, but I mean, I know your theory, it was but something illegal going on. Yeah, that's the only way I won't call my mama. He, or, he or weapon, if though, I so. feel as though like I'm gonna die, like if I'm like if I got one phone call to make and that's all I got in me, oh, and yeah, I'm about to, yeah, I'm yeah. calling my mama, dog. If I'm like, seeing the white light. Yeah, like, I'm calling my mom. Like, my, I am, I'm dying right now. I just love you so much and I just need you to know don't go crazy or nothing. I'm all right. It's happening. <laughs> happening. I, this is where I am. Yeah, I wanted telling, to give I'm my telling, breath to you. Call 911. Take everybody because I'm dying and I don't need to be dying. <laughs> you better take everybody and that's the last wish that I got. <laughs> Stay alive, though. <laughs> <laughs> you selfish. <laughs> you are so no call on one is fine man i'm gonna drop the pin but i just That's wanted to talk funny. to you because i think i ain't gonna make it i mean i think i ain't gonna make it yeah call nine one one. tell them to track my phone or something use your white use your work white man white girl voice too <laughs> <laughs> help my baby <laughs> yeah. my kid oh my no God. you can't say help my baby yeah, that's, that's a black, black mama girl. thing <laughs> see i can't even act white <laughs> i can't do it all right y'all so we about to get up out of here um y'all already know stop doing that ignorant voting because um, the midterm elections are powerful, very, very probably important. more powerful than the presidential election. They are, and local. Um, and local elections as well. Are very important. Um, are very important. Stay informed on everything that you do, everything that you vote for, and don't be discouraged by 
the yellow man, I mean the orange man mm-hmm. in offense. Because offense. knowledge is an investment. Offense. Yeah, knowledge is an investment. So let's let's just read the quote again. Okay, okay, okay. An investment in knowledge pays the, the best, best interest. interest. So if you want and you know interest is you know, it's over time. The best interest comes over mm-hmm. time. Knowledge so comes over. That's why I said one step at a time, y'all. When you invest in knowledge, it it, it happens over time. You're always learning. Mm-hmm. We're always learning. So use that same thing for politics. We're always learning. We're always trying to figure it out. Um, because if you try to figure it out, then guess what? You it will be figured out eventually. eventually. But it'll never be figured out. Does that make sense? Did you catch that? They didn't so, catch that. They might have didn't catch that. Yeah, I said you might be figuring it out and you might think you have it figured out, but it ain't never figured out because we're always learning. It's a revolving door. It never stops. It's like a Ferris wheel. It might slow down a little bit and it might stop for a second, but it's just reloading and it start going again. So, um and watch out for those people who dissemble. That's to conceal one's true motive, thoughts, etc by some pretense or they speak or act hypocritically in other words they clear from half them. these yeah half they these clear po- politicians the oh, yeah all of them. <laughs> everybody though everybody it's a lot of people who dissemble around here so y'all already know bringing us to the ears for next week's show this is Royal flex the brand's introspective insight talk show i am king dev though and it is your favorite ho ho hoes why he want to say ho hoes that's your second week oh my god trying to tell my truths on here uh-uh Mm-mm. It's, your, <laughs> it's your favorite co-host noel moore and shannon ain't here he ain't but he love y'all i think we guess thank you for listening thank you for listening Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, introspect. Uh, uh, tip inside. Hope you come back next week. Come back next week.